Parshas Vayishlach, and we've mentioned that these Parshias about Yaakov Avinu, which we have the most Parshias about Yaakov Avinu, um, and and we 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 know that Yaakov Avinu is is our father. What do I mean, our father? Avos, of course, Elokei Avraham, Elokei Yitzchak, Elokei Yaakov, but Yaakov Avinu, as mentioned in many of the Sfarim, is the, the <coughs> of the father that is most connected to us in the present and in the future times. We find this in a famous pasuk in the end of Parshas Bechukaisai, where it says, at the end of the Teichacha, in our most darkest periods of time, we there there the pasuk says in Bechukaisai. Perak Chavav Pasuk Membez Vizocharti as Brisi Yaakov Vavas Brisi Yitzchav Vavas Brisi Avraham Eskor Vahoretz Eskor that that we go backwards. We first mention Yaakov Avinu, then Yitzchak, then Avraham. And in some ways, Yaakov is <clears throat> is the prototype, is the is the closest to us. Even though he is a product, of course, of his great father Yitzchak, who is a product of his great father Avram Avinu and the Rashi over there in Parshas B'chukoisai mentions the famous <coughs> Chazal that in that Pasuk if you notice in the Torah the word Yaakov is written with a Vav Yud Ayin Kuf Vav Beis and Rashi mentions this famous Chazal five places in the Torah is Yaakov's name written with a vav, Malay, the Eliyahu Chaser, and five other places, Eliyahu Navi, the one who will be Mevaser the Geula, the one who will usher in the coming of Mashiach, is written without a vav. Eliyahu, it's vowelized Eliyahu, but it's written without a vav, Elia. The Yaakov Notal Ois Mishmoi, that Yaakov took a letter of his name. Shel Eliyahu Eiravoin Yaakov took. Not that they lived, of course, in the same generation, but we know Eliyahu Navi spans all the generation because Eliyahu, Eliyahu Zupinchas and 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 Eliyahu became immortal. And Yaakov Avinu took a Eiravoin, a collateral, and put it in his name. Five places. to make sure that Elio will come to get back his name. He's missing. He's like missing something. And Yaakov took that in order to, to hasten Elio's coming and bringing the Gula. So this is a very vague chazal, but what it does tell us is that Yaakov Avinu had a an approach, had a vision, and here in this week's parsha we find that where Yaakov is is developing that vision. Right in the end of parshas Vayetze, of course we we talked about the malachim in the beginning of the parsha and at the end of the parsha where he saw this vision of a ladder where we know Chazal tell us this is the the prototype and the model for all the goliyos. 
And Yaakov was the father who taught us how do you march through, successfully through exile? How do you deal with exile? Do you deal with it just one day at a time, like we like to say? And we tell our children to deal with things one day at a time. But there's also a big picture. Someone has to look at the big picture. Yaakov Avinu took a collateral from Eliyahu looking at the big picture of Klal Yisrael. And he says, I, I'm putting into my footsteps the battle plan and the, and the, and the blueprint for Golas. When the people read the parsha of parshias of Yaakov Avinu, Vayetzei, Vayishlach, Vayeshev, they are going to be connecting with that one day at a time, in bite-sized pieces, but and year by year pieces. But the blueprint is here, written out for us. And let's try to understand this. In this week's parsha, we find a description and a bracha that was that Yaakov Avinu connects with where he where the description of Klal Yisrael on page 172 Yaakov Avinu is sending Yishlach Yaakov Malochim Lefonov and and Rashi says Malochim Mamish they're real angels he's sending these real angels to greet and to slowly piecemeal come to the camp of Esav who he hasn't seen for some 20 years. And he doesn't know what's going to be with this episode, with this coming together of these two brothers, where we had the, the great pro- prophetic dream and, and that was given to Rivka, his mother, before they were born. That Shnei Goyim Bevita, you have two great forces in your womb. And there's a relationship that will always exist between Yaakov and Esav, even though they are very different. From the womb, they're very different. Their desires, their, what they thrive for, what they strive for, is very different. And we have to know how to deal with them. And on page 172, in Pasuk Yud Gimel, the Torah says, Vato Marta, you Akadosh Baruch you said to me, Hey Tev, Hey Tev Imoch, I'm going to you. You're going to make it good for me. And you said I will surely do good with you, and I will make your offspring like the sand of the sea, which is too numerous to count. And this is one of the one of the analogies that the Psukim have given us over the time of what Klal Yisrael is compared to. Here, it only mentions like sand. There are too many grains of sand. You can't count them. You can't count them because they're too numerous. And Rashi over here says, in another Pasuk it says that that your children will be like the dust of the earth so where does it say you told me that they'll be like sand so it says Rashi this is referring to another Pasuk by Avram Avinu back to the Akedah 
we always have references back to that wonderful episode where Avram and Yitzchak merged and bonded, each one receiving and becoming on a new level, Avram became the higher Avram, because there it says, Avraham, Avraham, by Yomer Hineni, it says, I'm here, I'm now the higher, upper Avram, and Yitzchak, of course, we know, was, was transfused with the new neshama, that he was able to have a wife and children. Well, Avraham, over there it says, Harbo Arbe Zarachon, by the Akedah, Kikachvei Hashemayim, like the stars, and there in Badakeid it says that you'll be like the sand on the beaches of the sea. Here it doesn't say it says like the sand that are too many to count. But Rashi says it's referring back to there. What is the difference between Kochavim, our stars, where we don't see it? but we just know that there are too many stars and galaxies that we can count. Each one, some of the stars are larger than, than planet Earth. And we don't even see all the galaxies that are out there. We know we can't count them. Where Avraham, took him out of his limited mazel. And he says, look outside and look at the stars. Can you count them? It was a rhetorical question. I know you can't count them. So will be your children. They will be not just without number, but they will be their 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 influence and their perspective will be something that cannot be counted, will be relevant at all times. And here it says like they'll be like the, the dust, which is also something you can't count. But dust is something that you can, you, can, you can plow and you can plant. It's something that can produce. Sand, you can't plant in sand. It doesn't grow. It's, that's not the nature of sand. What is sand? Sand is on the beaches of the sea. It protects. It makes boundaries. It defines. A boundary means it defines. Kalal Yisrael have all these three aspects. And Yaakov Avinu is now, by choosing not the stars and not the dust, but just sand, Yaakov is now giving a definition that Kalal Yisrael has to define itself and its role and its position in the world. This is what, this is the even though the Sfasayam is not mentioned here, but it's much meant that they'll be numerous, you can't count them, but it's referring back, as Rashi says, to what it does say about sand, that sand is al-sfas hayam. And every time we, the, every time we, we say havdolah, we mention this. We say, hamavdu ben kodesh l'chol, zareinu v'chaspeinu yarbe kachol. It should be numerous like sand. V'kakoychovim balayla. We switch around. By the Akedah it says stars and sand. Every time we say Avdallah, we start talking about sand and stars. And the Chavetz Chaim says that this is the meaning what we say before we start every Shmonesa. We say, Hashem Sfasai Tiftach, open my lips. He says, lips, Sfat is also, lips is like the, 
the seashore. beaches of the sea, because our lips are the key to unlock and to give borders to our power, our inner power of speech, which defines who we are as a people. Akashbok created the world with speech. And he gave that to us. He gave us the Ruach Memalal, he gave us the power of speech. Klal Yisrael has that Koyl Kol Yaakov. This was the power of, and the Yadayim Edei Esav, we differ in our, in our, what we have in our arsenal, in our arsenal. Our arsenal is the the Choyl Al Tzvas Hayam. And therefore Yaakov Avinu is constantly giving us the, the wherewithal to realize our borders, realize where we, in what ways we, we, uh, we excel and where we should put our efforts. We had this battle when, when, with Lavan in last week's Parsha and in this week's Parsha with Esav. And Yaakov Avinu refers to, to that when he's sending his messengers to meet Esav. And he tells him right off the bat in the second Pesach on page 170. This is what your servant, this is what you should tell Esav and his peoples. In Lovan Garti, I lived with Lovan. Now I've taken me these 20 years of development, of redefining my borders. Who am I? You think, why is Esav so interested that he lived with with Lovan? <laughs> it's his uncle, but he... The fetter Lovan, what, what did he... Uh, why is that so important? Well, because in last week's parsha, we know in that last meeting, when when Lovin and Ace and and Lovin and Yaakov met, they set down parameters. They set down a covenant, and there was a there was a battle. If you read those last sukkim, we can't go into. There was was last week's parsha. They came to a place called Galaid, and and. And there was this battle with Yaakov and, and Lovan. Lovan wanted to call it Yegar Sadusa, which is an Aramaic word that we don't have Aramaic in the Torah. It's the only place where you have Arami in the Torah. Lovan is called Lovan Ho Arami. Arami Oyvidovdi, we say in the Haggadah every year. The Lovan wanted to destroy us. And the question is how did he want to destroy us? All the, all the commentaries ask, we say this in Agod every year, where, how do we know that he wanted to destroy us? Worse than Paro. Paro only wanted to kill the, male, the males. And Lovan Bikish La'akor Esakol. How do you know that? So I said, because Lovan wanted a relationship with us. He wanted to be connected. He was the grandfather. Right? And his statement after Yaakov gave him his, his passionate uh, opening of and, and showing all the books, showing him how he cheated him. All Lovin had to say was, Ha bonai bonai, va bonai side bonai side, they're all mine. Everything you have is mine. What? You didn't, you didn't just hear what I proved to you? I brought all the accountants and all my lawyers, they proved that you've been changing my, 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 my wages and, and stealing, trying to steal from me, and I didn't steal that one penny. You come into my house, you didn't find one pen that said, Love on corporation on it. 
<laughs> that one pen, that one paper clip. And here, Belovan wanted to be connected because Lovan is a force of nature that Akash created in the world. Yes, he had, he had inner potential. That's why Rivka and Yitzchak sent him there. She knew her brother wasn't, wasn't the, the man of the year. <laughs> Not even Life magazine wouldn't make him man of the year, right? Let alone, <coughs> let alone Rivka Tzadekis. But she knew there lies in Lovon because he came from Avram Avinu's family and many other reasons. There are what we call Nitzaitzis of Kedusha. There are sparks of Kedusha. Sometimes those sparks ignite and they become Gerim. They become Jews. Avram Avinu um, and many, and, and that's why all the portal for all Gerim is from Avram Avinu. We've mentioned this. But Lovan wanted to keep an a eternal connection with Kal Yisrael and love and, and Yaakov fought that till the end. He says, no, not Yagar Sadu. We call it Gal Eid. Gal means to reveal. Eid means I'm giving testimony that we are part of the company. And, and that's how Lovan wanted to destroy everything by be, staying connected and Yaakov persevered by disconnecting from 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 uh, Lovon. And this is this is the the, the pathway of the Torah as the Orgidalyo brings this in the end of Parshas Vayetze, and I've heard this from my Rosh Hashiva of Rudiman, who brought it from the Shalot. Torah travels to different continents throughout history. It went to Spain, it went to Italy, and there were hundreds of years where Bali Toysvis and, 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 and the, the expansion of Torah, it seemed it would be there forever. And then gone, poof. We go back into Golas, we get on our chariots and, and our wagons and we travel, and now you can't find anybody who knows an Aleph from a base. There's nothing left. A few stones, maybe broken shuls. There's nothing there. Why is that? Because Torah goes and travels and takes out the Nitzitzis, the sparks of Kedusha that are in the world, and then moves on, takes them, incorporates them. That's, now that's a dangerous process. We don't know what to take and what not to take. The Torah can do that. The Torah has this way of, of filtering. this filtering, very good word, this x-ray vision and filtration system to only take out the good and leave the bad far away from us. And this is, this is what we find... <clears throat> This is what we find by that Lovan. This is why we read it in the Haggadah, because Pesach is all about that. Chometz and Matzah. There's only one letter difference between Chometz and Matzah. Matzah has a hay and Chometz has a tzaddik. We won't go into to that. We'll leave that for Pesach. But, but we know that, that Chometz is also b'mashahu. Even a little bit of chametz on Pesach, because the message is: if we leave over nitzaytzes that we think is good, but really it's not, it's it it, we, it can be devastating in what it leaves over in its in its wake.
And this is what we find in Parshas Vayishlach to continue this theme where, where Yaakov Avinu is now preparing for meeting Esav. Esav is a different nature, different than Lavan, different than Yishmoel. Esav is connect. We are eternally connected with Esav, as the pasuk says, "Uloi milom yematz." Right, as we brought the Gemara and Megillah. If someone tells you that Rome is up and Yushalayim is also up, don't believe them. It's not true. One is up, one is down. It's a seesaw effect that we can measure our effectiveness and our our success and goals by how well we're doing spiritually. And this is the this is the whole battle that we have in the middle of this parsha. While they're traveling, we have the angel of Esau fights with Yaakov Avinu. It was a message to Yaakov that you're on the right path. We're in the filtration process. You have to know how to live with Esau, but not too much. You can't, like Esau wanted to travel with him. Come, brother, I love you. And he kissed him with all his heart. There was a there was a a, a nitzutz, a, a kernel of love and 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 positivity in Esau's desire, but Yaakov says, you know, we'll meet up again. I'm bogged down with the kids. And we look at the, yeah, sure, all those strollers, can you imagine? And Esau was, you know, he had the life, you know, he had all his, all everything set up, he didn't have to worry about all that. But really, as Rashi says, it's referring to a time in the, in the future. The time of Eliyahu when Yaakov will give back the 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 Eiravon that he took from Eliyahu Novi. Va'olu Moshi and Bahar Tziyon will come back to Yushalayim Lishpoi Deshar Esav. There'll be judgment at that time. And the judgment will be how, how well we, we weathered the connection, the constant connection between the Jews and Rome and the Jews and Esav in our own big ways internally and externally. And the, the Nesiva Shalom brings this that this has to do with the whole episode with Yaakov and Dina and Shechem. Shechem also was a process of filtration. It's a strange story. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a painful story when you read it even with, even with two eyes open. It's a painful story to read what could happen to a Jewish girl. Was, she, was it her fault? Was she at fault for this? But we learn such such high and, and and unbelievable connections by by the way the Torah describes the the the, the language of Dvekus, Cheshek and Chefetz of of Shem, this non Jew had for Bas Yaakov. And we learn from there how we are supposed to connect with Akash Baruch Hu. It's a strange, strange model for us to learn from, and and the and the 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 Nesiba Shalom, in his in his he has a simon uh, on that Gimel Lashonus Shalchiba. He brings from the Lakutei Torah, which is the Arizal, that Shem was a nitzutz of Adamarishan. He had a kernel of of some why he was so desirous of this woman, of Dina. What did he see in her? You know, she was beautiful. And we find that Yaakov hid 
Dina from Esav. And that wasn't necessarily the right thing for him to do. He should have not presented her to Esav, but allowed the potential. That's what Chazal said. She put him, he put her in a box and hid her from Esav. And that wasn't the right thing to do for Esav. But Shishchem, say Chazal, brings from the Arizal, that when the Pasuk in that story says that when, when Shimon and Levi destroyed the, um, the people of, when they destroyed the Lamed Dalet Chaf Aleph, on page 185, 184, and they were negotiating, and, and the Chamor and Shem, they came to their people and they said, these people want to be our friends, they want to connect with us, they want us to intermarry and assimilate. <laughs> which they said there's ample room in the land for them we can integrate them into our life and our lifestyle this word the broadness means broaden says Darizal says Darizal that this is the means that in, in that Word is stands is Rosh Tevis Reb Chanina ben Tradian, that the Holy Tana is Marumas. That's the Rosh Tevis of Rachvas Reb Chanina ben Tradian, that there was a spark of the the future neshama of Chanina ben Tradian that was being extricated and filtered out to bring it back to Klal Yisrael. Who, who could understand these things? But there was a lot going on. Yaakov Avin was giving us the blueprint. Of how to survive in the in the in Golos, in all the different ways of Golos. Eric Friedman. Yes. So I understand what they can get from us, but what do we need them for? What what's what, what's this? What are we taking out from them? Well, the neshamas are there. The, the uh-huh. sparks of neshamas are scattered. Uh-huh. When we went into Golos so for the, for various reasons after the head of Adamarishan, uh-huh. the. Um, the sparks of kedusha were scattered, in, in people, in was, people, in so people, in places, people were and to... places uh-huh. and things. According to the Chassidim, uh, you know they're they're all over. Every time you make a brach on an apple, you're being mitzi nitzaytzes of kedusha from that apple, yeah, and like and it's releasing into the world, releasing back yeah. to Klal Yisrael. Uh-huh. We take it back by making the bracha. We're acknowledging it and we're taking it back. This is our process. This is our ability. And this is what Yaakov left for us, and he and he gave us this uh, this um, th- you know this this mission. And the main area of it is with Yaakov and Esav, because Esav and Yaakov are connected, and they have this connection. They're twins, so the most of the nitzaytzis are there, and and but it's a very very careful process. It's a very dangerous balance between who is going to win. And when Esav, Chazal said in, in, in the beginning of the parish, Lama Gimel Hay, me, that Esav saw the family of Vayisa Yaakov Eina Vayahina Esav Ba, 
that he lifted up his eyes, which we know that lotion of lifting up his eyes is lifting him to a higher plane. We said it by Avram Avinu, by, this, by the Akeda, we have it twice over there. He lifted up his eyes, and he saw Esau coming with 400 men, and he divided his camp. And what did Esau say to him after he fell on his, on his uh, shoulder and he kissed him? By Yisra Enav, and, and now Esau lifted up his eyes. And which means he, for that moment of truth, he also had a vision. He saw for a moment how he could be this partner with Yaakov. And he said, Mi Eilelach, who are all these people to you? Say Chazal. Tolan Rebbe brings this from the Zoyar. Mi Eile is, is, the, is the same letters as Elohim. Mi Eile is the letters Elohim. I mean, there's, there's so much going on under the, under the surface. It's Oisius Elohim. And he wanted to connect. How do we connect the godliness in your family? I see godliness. You know, you see the beauty of, I mean, that anybody could see. You see the beautiness of a, of a, a, a from family. I mean, there's nothing more beautiful in the, when they travel in the most stressful situations. You know, you just go to the airport and you see families boarding the plane. They have pre-boarding for families with, and the kids come and the, and the goyim come and just, they were, they were with their with their eye. They can't even get the attention of the kids. They're slapping them and they're pulling them and cursing. And it's not. It's. it's and then you see, and then you see the Jewish families coming, and the husband is helping the wife, and he's carrying fourteen, ba- you know, Carry diaper us. bags and with the, with the, even with the dunas and the and the, all the new newfangled stuff that make it easier, but mishlept and megate with with smiles and 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 determination, you can see they're building. These are architects, not just mothers and fathers. They're architects of the future of Klal Yisrael. It's so beautiful to see. It's so beautiful to see. I was once in that position, running with four kids in diapers. Bar Hashem. <laughs> Not that I wish those days would come back, but... But me, Eileloch, who someone said, it says, there's something godly about these people. And, and he said, These are the children that God gifted to us for a purpose. And Esau, you know, he asked about the wives and the children. Yaakov only answered about the children because it's inappropriate to ask about, you know, the beautiful women that the, 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 they have. That's not appropriate to ask. He, obviously, he was, he, he was Asaph. And we don't, we don't respond in kind. We respond the way we're supposed to respond. But Yaakov Avinu, as the Pesach says in the beginning of the Parsha, and Yaakov Avinu is coming, and he knows that Yaakov is approaching him on 172, Vayira Yaakov Moed, famous Pesach. And Yaakov was fearful. He was afraid. And, and Chazal jump on this Pasek. He says he was afraid by And it distressed him. The fright distressed him. Why? Chazal in the Gemara and Baruchas says, why? Hashem promised him twice. 
I'm going to protect you. What are you so afraid for? And the Gemara answers, maybe sin, maybe did a sin, it was 22 years ago. Someone once asked this to children. He says, why was Yahoo afraid? Hashem promised him. So the child answers, he says, but that was 22 years ago, maybe you forgot. You know, that's a child's perspective. You know, it's a good answer. Apparently, you promised me. Well, I don't remember anything about promising the child. The child remembers every promise you make to the kid. You promised me a candy. You promised me a trip. You promised me I can stay up later. We don't remember anything, right? But they remember. But getting into the, what we, what Chazal tell us, Shema Yigemachet, that's what Chazal tells in the Gemara and Brochus, Davdalid. And brings proofs that there's such a concept of Shema Yigemachet that, but the Rambam, the Rambam in in both in Yisodei Atayra, and in Pirush Mishnayos, famous famous Rambam. You have to know this Rambam. Um, <clears throat> the Rambam asks a question. He says, "How could it be that Chazal say in the Gemara that that that?" Yaakov was, Vayira Yaakov, with two yuds, he was afraid, very afraid. Vayira Yaakov, Ma'oid, Alad, Vayetzerloi. He was distressed over the fear. Ah, Yaakov Baruch Hu promised him. And the Gemara in Dav Zion says, Kol Dovish Yaitu Yaakov Baruch Hu, L'toiva, Afilu Ali, Deitnai Eino Choyzer. Even if Yaakov Baruch promises good to someone, even if it's conditional. So where's Shem Yigam What? Why? Why would that be? So the Rambam in the Pirish Mishnayis, to Zroyim, answers this kasha. He says a chiddush, and it's a very famous yisoid, that when HaKosh is talking to a Navi privately, then it, then it could depend on whether Yigemachet, if he's on the same level, when it comes time to pay, he has to, and he could have to worry about that. But wherever HaKosh promised to the Navi, to tell the nevuah to everybody, and now that promise became popular, became became public, then it's impossible for the Akashbot to retract. Why? Because this is the only way to prove that that navi is a true navi. If he promises something bad and it doesn't happen, well, they did tshuva. That's why it didn't happen. It's the only way to prove a navi as true is only if the good stuff happens. So that's what the Rambam says. But we have to, we have to understand. So then why the Gemara Bracha says that when, when Moshe Rabbeinu brought, told Klal Yisrael in the Shira Sayyam, we say it every day in our davening, Ad Yavur Hashem, Ad Yavuram Zukonisa. Zubir Rishayna, when Klal Yisrael went into Israel in the time of Yeshua, went in with miracles. And Ad Yabra Hashem Amzukanisu is the Biashniya in the time of Ezra. And it should have happened, says the Gemara, that they should have gone in with all the all the bells and whistles, all the miracles, just like the first time. But Yigramachet, they didn't deserve it. But by Shani, by by Ezra. How could that be? That's a, a Navua Toiva that was given to Moshe Rabbeinu, and he told Klal Yisrael in the Shir Sayyam. That's the Tzlach's kasha on the Rambam's Yisoyed. So the Tzlach, the, who's the, who's the Noida Yehuda, 
answers, famous answer, we can't go into it too much today, but you have to know these answers. Says, says the Neide Behuda in the Tzlach, in, on, the, on that Gemara, Dav Dalad, he says, that's true, but that's only true on a Navi that needs to be proven that he's a true Navi. And that's every other Navi except Moshe Rabbeinu. <clears throat> Moshe Rabbeinu is the only Navi that we don't know his, his, validate his Nevuah through miracles. As the Ramam himself says in Yisrael Torah, we don't believe in Moshe Rabbeinu. We believe in him because he showed us on Har Sinai. We saw God talking to him. We all saw that. We all had Nevuah Moshe at the time of Matan Torah. And we all, men, women, and children, all saw it. For that moment. And then we went back to our levels. And Moshe Rabbein remained on his level. And a Navi that doesn't need to be proven. So even on something that was given conditionally, a Chet could come. That's one answer that the Tzlach gives. Another answer that the Tzlach talks about. And he says, because that, that and the Orgadalyo in Parsha's Voera talks about this. That... It's not Mephurish in the Torah. It's a drasha. Ad Yavar Hashem is, is talking about now. Ad Yavar Zukanisa is hinting to the Biyashnia. The Gemara Darshans that it's going on Biyashnia. But it doesn't say it Mephurish. When something's not Mephurish in the Torah, in the Pshat, so then it doesn't ha- have to hold up by the same levels because it's written sort of ambiguously and, and hidden because it's dependent on our level of our status at that time. Who said it's talking about the the coming of Ezra and Baishani? Maybe it's talking about Mashiach's time. And believe me, there'll be great miracles in the time of the Gula Sida. There'll be great miracles. Maybe that's what's going on. So that, that could change. And the Orgadal Yo brings this Yisoyed also with Gabi Moshe himself. And then the Parsha Shemois, it says that 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 Moshe um, Moshe Ata Tira. Now you'll see that I'm going to take the Jews out of Egypt, but you're not going to see when I bring them into Eretz Israel. And this is why he died because he said Meoz Basi He sinned by doubting Hakadosh Baruch Hu. What do you mean? That's why he didn't go into Eretz Israel? It's because he hit the rock in Parsha's Chukas. So, what, what's going on here? So he says, because here in Parsha Shemot, it's just hinted to. It's not, it wasn't written in stone yet. It wasn't written in stone till Parsha Chukas. Could have changed. Something could have happened. And maybe something did happen, but it became, it became, it came again in play in Parsha Chukas when he hit the rock. Who knows if one had to do with the other? I don't know. But that's what the, the, the Tzlach and the Orgadalyo bring this Yisait. To answer this kasha, but uh, but Yaakov Avinu was so afraid. What was he so afraid of? He had the promise in hand twice. Ushmarticha, I'm going to protect you. I protect you from Lavan. He saw the Gashbaru uh, delivered in Lavan Garti. I came with unscathed, and 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 I came with four beautiful wives and and children and wealth. I'm, I have everything. What was he so afraid of? 
and the, the, this kasha is asked in the Sefer Yismach Yisrael by the Alexander Rebbe, one of the classic, one of the classic uh, svarim on, on, on the parsha on, on from Chasidim, and also in the Litvish Sefer called Divrei Yirmiyo, written by Yirmiyo Flansberg, one of the last rabbonim in, in Lita, that we have just Bracious and Shmoisei. I think I've, I've quoted him before. And he has, and all he brings the kasha from the from the Rambam and the Gemara. Why was he so afraid? So he wants to answer, and I think I get this from also from the from the Yismach Yisrael, the Yaakov Avinu. He felt the fear come on him. Was it warranted? Well, he had that Kachbrochus promise. But he felt the fear. Vayira Yaakov Ma'oid. He was distressed. Why am I feeling this fear? And I want to say, you know why he felt this fear? Because he was the architect for the Jewish people in Golis. How are we going to survive? And now he was given the mission. I have to teach my children. How do you survive with the Mida of Yira? How do we utilize the Mida of Yira? The Nesiva Shalom says... <coughs> Very interesting. He says that the three Avais, Avram is Ava, Avram Oyavai, we said said this in the Haftorah a few weeks ago. Avram is my beloved. Chesed la Avram. Ava is Chesed. Yitzchak is Yira. And we know from the famous from the famous Ramban in Parshas Yisroi, that mitzvah's asay is Ava. The 248 mitzvah's asay is the Ava Hashem, where we go out of our way to do actions of Ava Hashem. The 365 mitzvah's lois asay is Yira. And that's why asay doicha lois asay, why Ava is stronger than Yira when they come, when you have to put kilayim and tzitzis, and there's a assay to make tzitzis out of wool and linen, and there's a mitzvah's loisa say not to wear shadness. So assay is doicha loisa say, why? Because Ava is stronger than Yira. That's the Ramban, because we want our positive actions are stronger than the Yira, which is trying to protect us from doing the wrong thing. We want to get close to Hashem. The Yira t- gives us ways how we cannot distance ourselves. Ava is the way that we positively show our Ava. That's why Asei Doich say this is the Ramban's monumental epic position in Parshas Yisrael by Zohar and Shomer. Shabbos represents the synthesis of these two. By the Shomer protecting ourselves with the uh, the, the, the 39 of us malachas, we protect ourselves on Shabbos <clears throat> and therefore then we say Zohar, making Kiddush is the positive commandment and we sh- that's the Avas Hashem Zohar is Yom HaShabbos and Shomar is Yom HaKabosh Shneim B'dibur Echod Nemro they were set together says the Ramban, that's the Asei Doich Eloisa that's the that's the Ava and Yira but there's a third category, says in the Sivish Shalom in Parshas Vayetze, on page Kuf Pei Gimel. In the Torah, there are three things. There's mitzvah sasei, 
and there's mitzvah sloisasei, but there's, then there's divrei rishus. There's things that we do in life that are neither this or that. They're not mitzvahs and they're not averis. And that's called, we, we have the mitzvah called Kadoshim to you. Be holy. Kadesh atzmacha b'mutalach. Yaakov Avinu was called Yaakov. Why? Because he was holding on to the heel. Akev Esav. He was holding on to the heel. Says the Siva Shalom. Akev heel is Rosh Tevis Kadesh atzmacha b'mutar. Wild, right? Wild. That, that, and this is what Yaakov represented. Yaakov was Mesak and Tfilas Arvis. Arvis is Rishus. We need a Tfil of Arvis. Shachris is Choyva, Mincha is Choyva. Marv was not a Choyva. At night, it's a time to just rest and, and get back your strength. No, Yaakov says, no, even that, that when you're hanging out in your house, you take off your tie and you let your hair down, right? This is the time when you gotta also have in your shus, you have to know how to be like a yid. What are your how what is your house gonna look like? That's why we found, we mentioned this last week, Avram Avinu called the base Amigdash Mokim. Ayaris Ha Mokim Mirochik. Yitzchak called it a sada, a field. It's also not a permanent place. Yaakov Avinu called it bias, called it a home. This is the house of God. Me, Ela, who I brought the godliness into my home, into the Rishus. Not the shul, not the base medrash. My home is a generator, is a place of that that transforms my Rishus, my downtime, into opportunities to be close to Akash Baruch. Hu. And Yaakov Avinu saw this. That's the type of fear. That's the kind of Ayira Yaakov Ma'oid. He realized that he has to develop a new kind of fear. A new kind of avoida that includes not the mitzvah saseh only and not the mitzvah loisaseh only, but even the divri rishus. Where is it that divri rishus? I missed that. Kekesh from positive, negative. That's the, 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 the Siva Shalom makes that. Learned out from from, from the, he's So he's teaching people. And that's what fear and go. That's right. Halachically, mm-hmm. he had nothing to worry about. Hakash Baruch promised him twice. Hakash Baruch put it in the bank. You can take that to the bank. But a unique kind of yira came over Yaakov Avinu and made him vayetzer and made him it it, it 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 made him distressed and and he went out in, with a vigilance to teach. Klal Yisrael, his children, how to deal in the rishus of life, in the things that are not obligatory. How do you deal with life and interactions? Lavan, he lived with 20 years. That was part of the part of it. Now he came to Asa, which is the ongoing relationship. And that's what he was, that's what he was, um, Says there's the Yisoid that we, I found that I heard in name from my brother-in-law uh, from Rabbi Yosef Engel, who was a big guy and has a lot of svarim. And that, but someone, showed, my son-in-law showed me um, with the use of Eitzra uh, Chachma that the Meshachachma says this also in Parshas, the last Meshachachma Kemat in the Torah, in Parshas Zaysa Bracha, 
all the great visions that that Moshe Rabbeinu showed Klalis or did for did for what did he do? So Rashi says it's going on, <coughs> it's going on breaking the luchos. Says the Meshachachma and the Rabbi Yosef Engel that there's a Yisoy the Gemara says that ain't I say doich say b'migdash. In the base of Migdash, we don't have Asay Doich say. The Mitzvahs Asay and Mitzvahs Loisa are sort of on the same level. Why is that? So they both say the same Lambdas using this Ramban. The Ramban said that Mitzvahs Asay is Ava, that's the acts that bring us closer to Akash Brohu, that demonstrate for us and penetrate for us in our being. Mitzvahs Loisa are things that keep us away from things that distance us. But there's a unique yira that was that was present in the Beis Hamikdash. Visham navodcha biyira. That yira is not the yira of loisase. It's the yira of overall being in the presence of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. That yira is ava. That yira is closeness itself, and it brings you to a deeper, more profound closeness. This was Yaakov Avinu. Yaakov called it Beis Elokim. How fearful is this place when he saw in the dream. That's what he was afraid. That's the year that he was enlightened to now. And he wanted to teach this. And he was distressed. How am I going to give this over to my children? And they will be able to deal with Esav with this new kind of yira. That's Ein Asei Doich HaLoisasei but Migdash. Because in the Beis Migdash. We come to bask in the in the presence of Hakadosh Baruch Hu, the Shechina. That's av, even from the Yira, is an Ava. It's not just keeping us away from this distancing force. The Yira it says Manoira Hamokamazeh Visham Navodcha BeYira. We say in the davening on Yom Tov, where we can't wait. We come to the Beis Hamikdash. And we're Visham Navodcha Biyira. We say in our davening every day. There we're going to serve Akashboch with fear. And we say this in our davening before Shema. We say, lighten us in your Torah. And and we're going to come to Le'ahava Uligira Shemecha. We're going to come to love and fear your name. Doesn't fear come first? Don't we, isn't it opposite? Usually we say, Yiras, that's because when we're talking about Yira, that is, that is protective in nature. The Yira that Loisase represents. The fear, Yiras Ha'oinish, fear of, of, the, of the sin, fear of the punishment. But the tr- that policeman on the road that we, we, all, we all put our brakes on. But there's a larger fear. Why don't you fear that you might get into an accident and if you're going 100 miles an hour, it's much, the impact is definitely more dangerous. Appreciate your life. Appreciate who you are. And then the year will be an ava. The fear of, of speeding, the fear not because of the police, but because of who I am and, and my relationship with the Kajbrocha. I don't want to do anything that might limit my ability to be close to him. That's the Yava, and the Ava will bring him to that new year. So, did, so remember, we dis, did Yaakov, do we dispense with he was afraid of his 20-year-old sin? 
That's number one. So the fear that he was feeling as he approaches Esau was due to his awareness he needed to teach fear. He, this forward. new kind of fear. This new kind of fear. That's what he was teaching now. How did Esau precipitate? How did that bring out this concept? I mean, I, he's coming with 400 men. It's a normal fear that he shouldn't have feared because he had plenty of guarantees already. So, that right. was, so he was so afraid. There of, was something about reuniting mm-hmm. with Asaph, mm-hmm. which meant that which was, was that was the reshus. That was the resh- that was the reshus. Now, because I know my future mm-hmm. and the future of my family and and Yisri is going to be interacting on some way indirectly mm-hmm. and directly with Asaph. Mm-hmm. It's all about that seesaw mm-hmm. relationship. So that's what he was afraid of. That's and how that's, am I going to navigate that interaction? That's right. How am I going to teach them? And he taught it mm-hmm. through them by. This was the, the battle that he had with the Malach of Esau mm-hmm. and all of that and, and, and the mitzvah that was given to the Gidanosha in its way, it, it, which, which Chazal tell us that it represents the supporters of Torah. The Yorech Yaakov was the supporters of Torah. And all of that um, represented the, this new type of era. It's a year of balance. Fear of falling has to do with balance. Balance yourself. Don't get, don't get up. I'm a child who doesn't want to crawl all his life. It's safer to be closer to the floor. No, you have to learn how to walk and run and jump, but you have to know how to balance yourself. And do visits with them. That's right. Yeah. Balance and, for these, these and tighten guys. your muscles. Yeah. Know how to balance yourself. With that, that's what he was trying to do. That's the era. That's a new type of era. Not a year of loisase, a year of balance. And, you know, I, I was talking to one of my daughters, you know, uh, it was going through challenging times. And I could hear from one day to the next, she, she said, Tati, I'm, I'm, it's good you didn't talk to me yesterday. Because I was really... Permished. F- <laughs> right. I was, today, I realize... Rabbi promised me, and I know he only wants to do good for me. Today I see that it's good, and I'm in a much better place. But not only is she a better place from yesterday, she's in a better place than she was before yesterday. She learned a new balancing act. And that's the balance of life's yira. That's the functionality of the yira that Yaakov wanted to impart, that he was so stressed it's dis- distressed. He has to teach this to his children. Yes, I have a promise, Makosh Bochu. I can take I take that to the bank. And as the Chavis Havavis, you know, says, you know, Ashrei in, in Kapitel, he brings the Pasik in in uh Kapit Khufyud Bays in Tillin. It says, Hallelujah, Ashrei Ish Yoreyas Hashem. The mitzvah of chafetz ma'od. Praiseworthy is a person who fears Hashem. And the mitzvah of chafetz ma'od in his mit in his mitzvahs, he has this desire. That word chafetz is such a powerful word. It's one of the words that Shem used that he desired. Dina. The mitzvah of chafetz ma'od. Who greatly desires his commandments. We want the mitzvahs. We want all the mitzvahs. The mitzvahs are saying, mitzvahs, loyseh, say, and the reshus. Those opportunities that give us this new kind of 
Ashrei, praiseworthy, the person who fears God. Well, why is that praiseworthy? Because it's not talking about the year of fear, of mortal fear. It's talking about the balance. fear of the balance fear that Yaakov Avinu was referring to. That's Ashrei. That so, was the life of Dovra Mel. That's what the Chavos Ababa says, that this will give a person the balance to be able to deal with whatever comes a person's way, poverty and wealth. There each one is a bracha and an opportunity to find balance in different ways. And also this, this Goyim connection. Which right. Is, which he responded, he says, look, I mean, he, he taught us, go and hang out with Asaph. Right. That, so that was another his teaching us. His life. That's right. And this is what it says, Titein Emes Yaakov. Torah is Emes. And this kind of balance is found only in Torah. Why is Emes referred to Yaakov? Because Emes has Aleph, the beginning of the alphabet, Mem is the middle of the alphabet, and Tuf is the last, the end of the alphabet. That's Emes. That doesn't mean Emes, that is Emes. Emes is balance. You, things are balanced from the beginning to the end to the middle. That's a balance. Emes stands on one leg, the Gemara says, because it doesn't have any long letters. Sheker ain't loy raglayim. Sheker, because it has a kuf, and now it's like, it's on a fulcrum. It's, it's balanced, trying to have a balancing act. Boy, if you try to go down that path, you can't remember all the lies that a person says to cover yourself. Why don't you tell the truth? Someone told someone. What am I going to say? Tell the truth. I never thought of that. The truth is something the last thing we think of. But if we stick to the truth, that was Yaakov, Titan, Emes, Yaakov. Yaakov is the bris, it's a special bris, what we started off with, this brach Zacharti is Brisi Yaakov. The bris of Yaakov that will take you from Yaakov till Elio Anovi. The collateral that Yaakov holds close to his chest was the emes that he taught. The Elio of Malacha bris will be, is there at every bris. He's, he will be there to be Mavasa the Gula, and he will be there, Mitz Hashem. Teku will bring all our difficult questions to Elio Anovi. Because Yaakov taught us how to balance ourselves and we'll have something serious, something useful to ask Eliyahu because we will be people of truth, people who have found balance in a difficult, challenging world that is, 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 has everything but balance, everything but stability. And we have found our stability. We have our growth patterns is, is healthy and will, will take that his fear that of course wasn't halachically uh, uh, real because of the Rambam and because of you know he was promised by but the distress that he had was how am I going to teach this valuable tool of this new type of Yerushamayim this is what Yaakov Avinu spent the rest of his days teaching us and giving us the, the, the Messiah on this so we can be successful. And then, as you said, the Rish, it's the times when there's a you know, When I'm interacting in business, when I'm Correct. seeing a non-Jewish relative, quote-unquote. Right. Right. Like how you get, you know, I remember no. I Burstein was giving a bracha to the graduating base Yaakov girls. And this, my daughter, my oldest daughter, was graduating. He says, ladies... He said, I'm going to give you a breath. I always remember, he said, let the Torah not be your spare tire, but your steering wheel. <laughs> Very good. 
So that's what you're saying. Like, that's right. The that's it's right. constantly, you're, you're changing the situation by it's every minute of the day. It's directing it's, us. It's directing it's us. Directing so that's us. what he was saying. That's the fear. Use For your, that, you need fear, you need a different fear. kind of yeah, fear. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. Okay. You're about... What? You're about...